Welcome to the IB Sports NFL Weekend Kickoff Show. Uh, my brother, Corey Carlton, will be joining us soon. And I am always, I am the commish. I am always joined by the bane of my existence, IBN Megatron. You're not, you're not always joined by me. I'm not always what I mean when we you're do not, this you're show, not always doing about me. No, no, I, I'm when we do this show, I am. Oh, yeah, whatever, man. Come on, let's get like it over with. Stop, stop, stop acting five like we're years. friends. Let's just get it over with. Get it over with. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> yesterday, anything stand out to you in college football? <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, nothing stands out. Um I missed the the Georgia Tech uh, Miami game. Did you catch the <laughs> the ending of that? Yeah, that was rough. I saw. Uh, I just saw it on Twitter. I woke up. Well, I guess I woke up and I saw USC, and then I I saw the replay of that, and I'm just like, how do you? And again, I think we both have talked about this quite a few times. Every coach should be required to play Madden. Like it should be like an airplane simulator for pilots. Every coach should be required. Because the clock management and the situational management, like you don't even need need to do the math, just in your mind, through going through so many situations, you know you can just kneel the ball. But I, I don't know how you do that. I, I really don't know. If a team has no timeouts, why wouldn't you kneel the ball? That's like automatic. And they have a couple timeouts. You just do the math. I don't get it. Now I think this is the first time life repl- replicated Madden. Because in Madden, when you do that, you do somehow fumble and always lose. So it's perfect. That's yeah, what you it deserve. does make you lose. Yeah, that's what you deserve. And then just the then sometimes I'm like the series of events that it took for them to lose. So you had to find it was dumb, but you had to fumble. They still were like on the wrong thirty or whatever. You got two crazy passes. I saw the last pass. Dude rolled out through it. It was a great pass. They only had like 32, 28 seconds, and they went all the way down the field and scored a touchdown. Just I don't really understand. But I don't understand how you let somebody get decisions. But how do you let somebody get behind you uh, at that very end of the game? That's crazy. That was the thing. Of all the circumstances, no, and they went down the field, no timeouts, and you let the dude just poor coaching on all fronts. How do you let dudes get in front of you? I mean, you get behind you, like you said. That was the first thing I thought. Why is he five yards in front of him? And they have no timeouts. I, I I just oh that's tough. It's fireable. It really is. It's fireable. Yeah, it's immediate termination on the bus. Playing <laughs> kicker on you the had, bus. Not even on the bus. You got to ad's got to go to the locker room and talk to kick the guy out and then just talk to the team because it's unacceptable. Yeah. And I want to say the same thing I say about Rivera. I was told that Crystal Ball would change the culture. <laughs> well, I, I I can I can say that I was not a big fan of Crystal Ball as a he's not a good coach to me. He's a great recruiter, just not a good coach. Um, so college is is one of those things where you can you can overlook poor coaching if you're bringing in talent because eventually it's going to shine through. But I don't know. This is like on another level right here. Like what just happened. I don't know if you could ever overlook that. And that's not the first time he's done that, actually. And how, how could the team ever trust you again? Ever trust your decision-making, what you had to teach, what, like, I, I don't. How? How would you ever trust that? 
I have no idea. Uh, Calvin really just got mad because somebody punched him when they were trying to punch the ball out. <laughs> I'm perplexed by that. Like, you're running around. Yeah, you're running around in a circle, man. What do you expect? London games are weirder. In my, what's weirder in your mind? London games or Thursday night games? More this random. Journey. The Germany mm-hmm. game, the Germany game we gonna have coming up. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that, that is that is. Or the or the Mexico game. Uh, but nah, I I think. Um, well, that one had pollution. Remember? Yeah, I think it's honestly. I would say um, the Thursday night games because even if it is in London, it's still a Sunday. So yeah, I feel like the you still get your your regular amount of like time between games. Whereas on Thursday night, like you know. On a day where you're typically doing a walkthrough, you actually playing a full game. Yeah, and your body doesn't have time to heal, and it, it it's a lot. These guys usually they don't really feel right till like Wednesday on average. That's what I've heard a lot of players say. So yeah, Thursday's more random, but the travel sometimes I think, and then the Jags always being there is weird. Like they play there a couple times every year, so that's weird. And they have an advantage on some level. But this, like you wouldn't have thought, I think if this game was in America, it wouldn't be 11 to 7 right now. I, least, I don't think so. It was, be, not, it was 9 to 6 so. back in 2021 when they played. I mean, I mean, it was that was two, 9 to 6 the last time they played in 2021. I remember last year when the Giants won. I forgot who they beat. And it was like a surprise. Oh, well, maybe they're kind of good. But I don't know. But uh, it, it, but I'm not. I kind of thought this could be a letdown situation, but they have injuries. I don't know who that is. Uh, Matt Milano, one of the best linebackers in the league, is hurt. Uh, they lost Tredavious uh, White last week. I can't tell who that is, but they've had a really hard time with injuries. Uh, let's see, Mr. Allen. He had four touchdowns last week. He's had 10 games like that, which ties Jim Kelly for the most uh, of all time in Bills franchise history. I guess we'll see how this game plays out. 11 to 7. Let's get to some real games. We have. No, they got another injury. Hmm? They got another injury. I know. Who is that? I don't know. I said, tell. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Maybe I'm a little bit ahead of you. But uh, Texas and the Falcons, your favorite team to hate the Atlanta Falcons. But first, what have you thought of CJ Stroud? Honestly, I haven't sat out and watched him play. I plan on doing that today. Uh, but, but the little bit I've seen, like I check in on the all 22s and whatnot. Um, I mean, just, just a guy that that seems to be ahead of the game when it comes to poise and understanding how to throw on time, how to throw people open, like the little things that people talk about when they look at quarterbacks and scout them. Like, what can they do? He's doing all the he's doing all those little things well. And um, he hasn't had a full offensive line yet. And this week, I think, is his first time probably getting most of those guys back. And that's something that people should take note of, is that he's been doing all this with the patchwork offensive line. His starting left tackle's been out. I think his center went down. Uh, They were missing, like, a left guard or something like that. So, I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with him. I'm impressed with the the staff figuring out a way to to not only make him successful, but to uh, turn that into wins because they don't have a ton of talent on the roster. And um, it just seems like they stuck to their guns and and um, it's working out for him so far. Uh, he has. He just looks like he belongs. Uh, Herbert, I remember two quarterbacks I wasn't super high on. Wasn't like thinking they would be failures. 
but I wasn't super high on it. I thought Stroud had to have a right situation. Um, but he just immediately looks like he belonged. Justin Herbert was like that when Tyrod Taylor first passed. You'd be like, oh, this guy's different. And I've heard teammates talk about Stroud, say he's different. He has pocket presence. He has pocket presence. He has poise. So you you are looking at somebody. We don't know how it will be, but I think we're at the point where you can say, okay, he's going to be an established star in the league at some point. We got enough of that. We don't know where Herbert's going to go, but we know he's good. I think we know Stroud is good. Uh, on the other hand, other hand, we also know that Ritter is not good. Uh, he has been decent at home. He's 67, well, 68% of his passes were completed in four touchdowns, one interception at home. He is 0-4 on the road, 58.6 completion percentage, one touchdown, two interceptions. So he's a different player at home. Do you think we'll see a better Ritter today? No. <laughs> this is a team that can generate some pressure. I think that's going to – like one thing about the Texans' um, defense, even if they're not generating pressure, they have found a way to turn the ball over or like to get turnovers. And I think Ritter's uh, – he's just prone to that. He doesn't know how to get the ball to his playmakers. Um, he's he's leading the offense where his rookie running back is, I think, second in receptions, which is absolutely ridiculous. And I, I'm hard on Arthur Smith, but I know he's not planning to have Bijan Robinson getting the ball 11 times through the air. Like, that's just not what he's trying <laughs> to do. So um, Ritter, Ritter's a wash, man. Like, just I would, I would bench him and uh, play Haneke, honestly. I feel like they'd be more competitive with Heineke. At least Heineke will get yeah, the ball. He's going to give you three good games, and he's going to put it out there for the game to be decided. He's going he's gonna to put it up there. He's an effort, somebody's up there kind of guy. That's how he yeah. plays, with no arm. So yeah, you're going to get something. But I think Arthur Smith, and to some degree, he's right, but he plays not to lose. And when you don't have as much talent, sometimes people do that. But you're still losing. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the point. That's that's, that's my point. that's my thing. Like, like, what are we doing? What is our goal? Like, if you're if you're a rebuilding team, then I get playing or coaching the way that he's coaching. But you're the Atlanta Falcons are. What do I have team? And what you have, you don't even know how to properly assess it because you're still playing like you're a team that um, you you want a top draft pick. No, that was last year and the year before that. Now you need to try to be competitive. And I don't think Ritter is the most competitive option, and I still don't understand what more do you need to see out the guy. He's basic. That was evident when he was at Cincinnati. That was evident when he was going through preseason. And I'm pretty sure if you see him in camp, that's evident too. So what more do you need to see? He's not a good NFL-caliber quarterback. Hey. I've struggled with the decisions. Like sometimes I just wonder. I don't wonder in basketball because I know what they're trying to do when they don't really want to try on a season. But in football, I just look at teams as they're constructing and say, how do you think this is going to make you competitive? So when you start Ritter or Sam uh, or Sam Howe, even though maybe they'll be all right, but like I can't see you starting the season with these people and saying that you're invested in winning because they've never proven anything. They weren't even high draft picks. So why would you bank your future on the second year of guys that you didn't think highly enough to be in the first round? I don't get that. Kirk Cousins sat for a while. 
before he won the job over in injuries and he proved it and he was a fourth round pick. I don't understand the logic. Yeah, and if and if I'm going with the guy that I know isn't the guy, then get the ball to the people that I drafted to be the guy. Like that's my yeah. thing. Like it's one thing if Ritter was like a, ga- a like proper game manager, but he's not even doing that right. So what in the world? You're wasting my time. You're wasting my time. You're wasting Pitt's time. You're wasting London's time. Wasting everybody on the defensive side because like, their defense hasn't been that bad. You're wasting our time. Arthur Smith and Ritter. So I'm like, dude, what more do you need to see? I don't understand it. And this is, I mean, it's the NFL, man. Like I said, I think we give these guys too much credit sometimes. I mean, but, you know, from what we see, just what we see, how bad must he be in practice? He must be phenomenal in practice. the (laughs) The coach knows. The coach knows the strengths and weaknesses of the players. And so, I mean, Arthur Smith isn't an idiot. He did really well. That, that, that's debatable. Stop. He, he that's debatable. No, When you say, and let me make sure I get this right, we're not playing fantasy football. We're trying to win games. But you, like, specifically don't game plan for your best fucking weapon. You are an idiot. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot because you bring in Bijan Robinson and Bijan gets more touches and gets to, to display his talents over Pitts in London, who you drafted to do the same thing. You can game plan for him. It's clearly something like in order for them not to be able to get the ball to these guys on a consistent basis, he has to be an idiot. I'm sorry. He has to be. Like there's so many ways to get the ball to a playmaker nowadays. With all the space that you give the people, they can't really be touched anyway. And you're saying that London and Pitts get like less than two, three catches a game? You're an idiot. I'm sorry. Well, he was targeted at least seven times, which is probably a record. It took two weeks for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that guy, you saw what happens when he tried to air it out. He was hard. So he, you're in a catch 22. So do you want to look, you want to be humiliated in a big way? Or you want to be humiliated for the nerds like us, who are a lot smaller population. Um, so you probably lose your job quicker if you air it out and you have all these picks than you will if you play it close. You don't need to air it out though. Like London, London can stretch the field, but he can do so much more. Like you don't have to air it out per se. You can literally scheme the guys open, or you can be competitive and go with the better option at quarterback then. If you're telling me if what you're telling me is we can't do what I want to do with these players with this quarterback, then get a new quarterback. Well, and if it's the, too late for that right now. No, it's not. Heineke's better than Ritter, man. I, I don't guess. Care yeah, you know how it's going to end, man. Heineke's you better than Ritter, end. and he's going to get the ball to the playmakers, even if it don't look good. It don't matter. You can now see what you have to work with because going into next year, what can they say? They can't be like, oh, well, we're gonna give up on Pitts because he sucks. You don't know. The boy only got 12 damn touches. Well, they also <laughs> saying he's hurt. I've seen little rumors of that. Yeah, how would we know the difference if we're going to get the ball? So how running, would we know? He's running 60-yard post routes on a guy that can only throw 20 <laughs> yards down the field. <laughs> That's why. And he went it to him one time, and he didn't think it was coming. He had to speed up. Like, yeah, you can't right. run 100 times and not get the ball. Then you think I'm going to go hard all 100 times. That That's is, wild. It's goofy, man. It's goofy. It, 
I again, I I think anybody who scouted Desmond Ritter should have known from the time you saw him play that he um he wasn't going to be a good quarterback. I don't. That that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. He's playing decoy. They're letting him get comfortable with fixing it. A decoy? You're not winning games. You're not winning games. You need to win games. You need to compete. Who is saying these stupid things? We put people out here to be a decoy. That for a team that's actually fucking good. The Falcons suck. They suck. Who are they putting out to be a decoy? It's like dumb teams like the Commanders drafting to stop somebody from drafting. Who is saying these dumbass things? We gotta hold these people accountable. Mr. William Wallace no Senior, sense. thank you for uh, thank you for participating, my co-host. He's a little wild. No, uh, because I'm sick show. of hearing it. I appreciate I'm so you, sick sir. Of it. I, I appreciate you. We call this guy Starscream. He goes dumb. in his little rant. It's dumb. Um, I'm sorry. But, it's dumb. but sir, sir, I would just like to say, not you, sir. How would we like? He's coming off an injury, but he's not a decoy because everybody knows y'all won't throw to him. So <laughs> I have to respectfully disagree with you, sir. Who is guarding Cal Pitts? <laughs> Why are we wasting our time guarding Kyle If he runs further than 20 yards, if he runs further than 20 yards, you need to just pull your man back down into a zone. Because they even if they throw the ball to him, it ain't going to be accurate and he ain't going to catch it. Like, that's crazy. This man was a top five pick. Am I right? Wasn't he a top five pick? Or a top eight? Five, top eight. I, he was a top ten pick. Put it that way. He's a top ten pick. Yeah. He no goddamn decoy. I'm sorry. That, that just... That is really dumb. If that if that's truly what they're doing, that is insane, insane, and a waste let's, of time. Let's, let's draft Wimby and use him as a decoy. That, that would be <laughs> almost like that. It's like what? Or or in the Philly, not Philly Sixers. No, who? who I'm trying to think. Somebody in the middle, like maybe Vince Carter or something. You know, that you was like four hundred fifty. You don't. Let's yeah. no spot like him. Yeah. yeah, let's let's. I've never heard of a of a top ten pick being a damn decoy. Ain't no way. That's wild. No um. So. We got next coming up the Panthers at the Lions. The Lions have looked good. They made a statement, uh, what, two Thursday nights ago against Green Bay. They're coming off that long week, which is like an extra bye week almost. Why? This is what I want to bring up. This, this is what I want to bring up. And this is a small rant, but this is what I want to bring up. We had Wilkes finish the season real strong. Didn't get the job. You gave the job to a saltine retread, Frank Wright, and it looked like shit. But you had momentum coming in. And this is what I'm saying. This man did the job. He wasn't given a – he got one year in Arizona. He had to start uh, Josh Rosen. And he goes to Carolina. He does well when the coach gets fired, and he still doesn't get hired. That's how our coaches get treated. And then you see the results. Nobody cares that this man – Won games, had him going, and then this guy, oh, it doesn't matter. He gets to rebuild. And that's how you see the different treatment of black coaches versus white coaches. It's a I, different standard. I, I appreciate it, though, because I need a defensive coordinator. <laughs> it does look good. It hey, look, good. I'm, I'm off the Frank Wright train, man. I apologize for ever backing him. I mean, I guess he, he – oh, I guess him and uh, Trevor just fumbled the ball. He sucks. Oh yeah, you are hitting me. Him and uh, Got a bit of him and Carson Wentz, I guess, were flashing the pans because um, <laughs> they've declined around the same way. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that Bryce Young isn't is like I wouldn't call him a bust or say he's bad per se. 
I don't think the, the team is that good. And oh, it's so know. early. It's so yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. You don't have any speed guys to my yeah. knowledge. And you I think Thielen, Hayden Hurst. I mean, it's not it's not a murderer's road. The line is bad. This is one of those years where you just need to see little sparks, little flashes when you've got a team that bad. You know, I don't think Houston's the most talented team, but they have physically talented people. They have Tank Dell. They have Nico Collins. They do not have physically talented people. They don't have athletes that can win one-on-one in Carolina from the line to the receivers. Hayden Hurst might be the most explosive player they have, and that's yeah. real sad. Yeah, I agree. But, um, what I mean, what, what can you do, man? I guess this is the NFL. These sorry coaches get a good, good gig, and then – People like Chase say black coaches shatter. <laughs> it's like we only got, we only got like said, four options. Shatter. Yeah, like we we Who don't said that? Chase. That's his thing. Like we don't we don't really get a Let lot of catch chances, him. man. We catch him in the street. We don't get a lot of chances, and, and there are plenty of examples of black coaches who don't deserve it. But like when you come in and you Tom. borderline, yeah, borderline, <clears throat> nah, borderline right a ship per se. Like you made this team that was down and out competitive or show some fire. I think you deserve a chance. And I mean, for the franchises that do people like looks like this and the Cardinals do the same thing, I, I am happy to report that they're not successful afterwards. <laughs> so you know what? Uh, what y'all don't understand, what y'all don't understand is that my grudge against the meathead is really all about Jim Caldwell. And somewhere Eric being me, you gave this guy a shot. And you got coaches out there like Jim Caldwell. Like he's doing what Jim Caldwell did. He just doesn't talk like a freaking idiot. But he's doing what Jim Caldwell did. So if he ends up like Jim Caldwell, they're going to fire him like they did Jim Caldwell? Of course, we're talking about the Lions and the Panthers. But are they going to fire him after he makes the playoffs and has the greatest seasons ever for the Lions? They're going to fire the meathead like they did Jim Caldwell, then he can't get a job? That's what I'm talking. That's why I don't like that meathead. Besides the fact he's a, we on the family show. He's a freaking idiot. Uh, Corey, you can chime in. I'm sure you don't care what I said. You can say what you, know, you can chime in. It's not his fault. We're, we hate doing Jim Caldwell. Who we hate on right now? We hate. No, 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 he's hating on, hate on Dan Campbell. My Who? my my grudge against him is the way that all the uh, Detroit fans. Are all on Dan Campbell, but when you had unprecedented success with Jim Caldwell, he's not doing anything Jim Caldwell didn't do, and they, they act like this guy's a god. That's what irritates me. I mean, come on. I mean, we know how to do black coaches. There's no, there's no, there's no secret there. So he can't be praised for the good he job. Lines to cover plus ten. I mean, cover ten. They good. good. Yeah. No. Nah, hey. Good. Jared, Jared Goff quietly been one of the best uh, Oh, that's what I meant to say. Oh, y'all. Are you ready to apologize? To Jim Bob Cooper? Are you ready to apologize? For years, I said, he's all right, man. Y'all dogging. He's not bad. He's all right. Y'all <laughs> laughed at me. He's definitely, he's definitely still bad. Don't, don't he's get it. Not. He's really so not. This is, this is a ph- phenomenal him. coaching job. A phenomenal coaching job is what it yeah, is. Man, doing. stop. You got to stop. You got to give the man his flowers. Nope. He's balling. Uh, See, he's see, killing it. He's got killing the iOS, iOS 17. He got an upgrade. Don't get it twisted. No. He's killing it. I don't understand why you can't just get a man his flowers. What, what, because what are we because, doing? 
because he wasn't killing it when he had Sean McVay and he wasn't he killing was, it. They went to the Super Bowl. They didn't go to the Super Bowl because of him. It didn't hurt. Their offense looked good. And then ironically, when they got in the Super Bowl and, and Gurley wasn't able to really do what he was doing, you know what I'm saying? Is this guy still talking about his injury? Yeah. What injury? Did he miss a game? What? Oh, my God. Bro, whoever said that, be for real. I literally, on on a weekly basis, I own that I'm wrong. (laughs) On a weekly basis, actually. Nah, bro. Nah, but that was was Richard. Thank you, Richard. Richard, Come on, man. On a a weekly basis, I admit that I'm wrong. I don't have a problem with admitting I'm wrong. Um, about How long did it take him to admit that Wentz won't hit, Corey? It, it took all but what? That one time I seen him. Four play. years. Four <laughs> years. <laughs> crazy. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Nah, you were hanging on way too long, my guy. Way too long. Then you tried to. Go ahead. Then you tried to turn it into a joke, but it won't no joke. <laughs> it is a joke, man. You see the players play that. Game, game I think you thought he was gonna do something for the for the commanders last year. Let's I really go. think that he did. No, that's Diggs. God dang it, Diggs, man! How you gonna let this man pick the ball like that? Anyway, come on, what man. Diggs sucks. Diggs be sucks. emotional, man. But anyway, right, let's go. y'all hating on me. Let's get Corey. Let's get to the big time game, y'all. Cowboys versus 49ers. That, that's, so out of order. Are, that's so that's so out of order. <laughs> I mean point, I know but I'm I'm ready. I don't you know Corey he in transit you know I'm trying to get it in. Yeah. If anything mess up you how many points are we gonna win you, by guys what what who 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 49ers and cowboys what happened? yeah how many points are we gonna win each other by the the cowboys yeah man you know we're gonna win when's the last time that the cowboys no. Beat the 49. Uh, did we beat y'all that game? T.O. went to the start. <laughs> I think so. Because we, we, we've sent y'all home two seasons in a row. Yeah, I think we were bad. While not uh, playing good. So the way I two different quarterbacks. Is, the way it's a couple things. It's a horrible matchup, and it's worse this season, I think, than it has been in the other seasons. The only way we can win is we have turnover luck, and y'all just make mistakes. We are the worst team in the red zone in the whole entire league. We are also the worst team with goal to go in the entire league. We don't do explosive plays. Dak is last in the league in air yards. We completely rely on our defense to obliterate people. So unless we get one of those turnover games and it's just a blowout because y'all make mistakes, don't show up, we can't beat them. That's the honest to God truth. Let's talk about honest God truth. Honest God truth, we better at every position on the football field. We got a better D-line. We got right, a better man. quarterback. We got a better running back. We got a better group of receivers. We got a better coach. Like, there's just a deficiency everywhere, if you want to be completely honest. Um, and it's not the same caliber of classic. And I think y'all lose by double digits at least. I don't think it can be close. That's honest. I mean, I, I'll what take the justice spread. I I'll I take don't need to... everything we can take. The, the only Listen, thing that could possibly spread. happen, uh, the uh, only uh, thing that could possibly happen is we could see Purdy get a little bit antsy if he's under too much pressure. That's my pressure. only concern. 
Yeah, I mean, the Niners are more physical. And the Cowboys are kind of soft. So that's, I mean, that that's, to me, is enough, it's enough pathology to, to, to prove that. Every time you guys play against a physical team that's willing to punch you in the mouth. Did you say pathology? That, yeah, we don't get that same kind of energy. Yes, man, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not working in with the juveniles anymore. You're I'm talking just about saying, man, there's, there's, you're not working with these these okay. uh, offenders anymore. You don't have to. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would disagree, sir. Uh, the Cowboys. I got a question though. I got a serious question though. What is it with the Cowboys, right? Because like, if you look on paper, there's certainly a top three talent when it comes to talented teams. What's missing? They are poorly coached. It's organizational structure. This is my thing. This is why Joe Matt sucks. It's organizational. Did we just get a spammer? I'm kind of proud. We just got a spammer on the um on the on the page for the uh on the page. Somebody just spammed us on the stream. That's that's making it. But no, we are not a top to down organization. It's like a home where you know you can go to mama after daddy says something. The owner runs the team. The buck doesn't stop there. We're not a button down program because we're never gonna get a coach. That's all about accountability because Jerry wants to control them. So you, we basically got a middle manager trying to run a team and they have no real power. That's why it's, it has been buttoned up since Parcells. And after that, he didn't like that feeling, even though we had so much success. He didn't like that feeling, so he went back to those coaches. And he didn't win the Super Bowl, so he justified it. But that's why you had the owner giving injury reports after the damn game. In a weekly press Cop conference. Cop out. I don't know, man. It's a lot. I mean, I'm, I, I'm. What at do this you think, point, Alan? At this point, we don't have to do a lot of talking, man. Niners just need to show up and play and get out this game healthy once again. That's all I'm asking. And then it's really on the Cowboys to prove something. Like it's, it's on. Twenty-eight seventeen. The only way I can see it is if y'all just not motivated, but y'all don't do that. Who the so, who would not, not be motivated to be Well, not motivated is us because you beat us. We need it more. We need to prove that we could beat y'all. So I can see that if we, we just want it more and we have an intensity nah. level. But that's generally not what we do against good teams. So and it's and we're home. It's a big game Sunday night. We're not gonna come out flat. The only thing is that this may be Brock Purdy's third big game in his whole career. So, you know, you, he gets, you get pressure on him. It's not like y'all can't provide pressure. So you get pressure on him. He, he gets antsy. I've seen him trying to come out the back door like he thinks he's J uh, Lamar Jackson when he gets pressure. He, he, starts to, he starts to have some Zach Wilson-like tendencies at times when he gets pressured. So, like, you know, but I just don't think it matters. I just think we're too talented. I don't see it. And how can y'all stop the greatest running back since Barry Sanders? <laughs> It's so sad how y'all jumped back. Y'all hate you hated on this man so bad. <laughs> no, nah, man, y'all were overrating him. And like, I'm still gonna give credit where the credit is due. It's Kyle Shanahan, man. Like, we saw no backs nobody ever heard of put up a thousand yards with them. So if he gets somebody that's a top three talent, of course they're gonna look like well, an MVP. It makes sense. Know, you ever heard him call him a top three talent? Uh, Allen. At the running game. back he position? I always thought he was a top three talent at the running back position. I just thought he was overrated. People were calling him best player in the league. There was a difference. Well, he sort of, I mean, he's not, but he sort of looked like He's it. not. He's not the best player he on the 49ers. Like, he's not he the best player on the 49ers. But he's also maximizing what y'all do. And I don't like That's it. That's the man. point. White Jesus is false. <laughs>
But, um, <laughs> oh, now he I don't even think about it. I don't even like. I don't even like talking about it. I don't even call it white Jesus anymore. I don't appreciate it. Uh, mm -hmm. Titans, and he, and then, you know the worst thing. He doesn't get hurt anymore. What the heck? <laughs> y'all, y'all got the worst training staff in the. He league. don't really he get hit. That's the system. He don't get hit <laughs> like that. That's probably helpful. You're right. Uh, Titans and the Colts, two really weird teams. Titans blew out the Bengals last week. I, I mean, I guess I see why. And the Colts, have we talked about the Bengals yet? Richardson looks not, a lot better. Yet. No, sir, we have not. I'm ready for some excuses, though. I came ready. Uh, <laughs> Titans and the Colts, two-point two spread uh, in favor of Tennessee. How do you see it going, Alan? I mean, it, it almost looks like the Titans are going to be a hit or miss team. Like, this week they're on, next week yeah. they're off, this week they're on, next week they're off. So, um, I mean, this is a, a big game for them because in their division right now, Jacksonville's two and two, they're two and two, the Colts are two and two, uh, and I do believe the Texans are two and two. So you want to kind of get some separation here, uh, and you typically do that best when you play in the division. So I, I think this is a, a game for them to, to kind of put themselves at the forefront. I know the Colts are uh, clicking a little bit on all cylinders uh, with their rookie quarterback. And they get Jonathan Taylor back, but he's on a snap count. So I like the Titans to, to pull through here just in a what I would consider borderline an ugly game. And the thing about the Colts is they just – they come back. They usually look good on the second half. So who knows? What do you think, Corey? Yeah, um, I think I like the Titans here. Just stylistically, the, the Titans don't allow people to run the football. Um, and I think just as much as I've been impressed by Anthony Richardson and he's, he's exceeded any expectation I had for him this early, um, I do think it's too much to ask him to, to kind of be the one that beat a team. Um, and you have to throw on the Titans. That's the only way to beat them. So um, I'll go Titans here. I think Richardson just makes a few too many mistakes here, um, and, and the Titans capitalize. And the Titans have beaten the Colts six of the last seven games. Most of those players are still there. But the Titans can't score, so you never know. The Titans haven't scored 30 points in 22 games. Uh, Giants and the Dolphins. 11-point spread. Dolphins had a hard week last week. Do you think it's just because the Bills, or do y'all think possibly maybe they aren't as good as they looked before that game? Yeah, I mean, I said that. They weren't playing professional football team, man. It was a get-right game for the Bills. The Bills were more hyped. Miami uh, finesse, and they can't stop anybody on defense. So, you know, if you got a team that can actually play defense and score against them, I've never thought Miami's what everyone else thought they were. I, I said that last week. They had just barely beat the Chargers. My teams were putting up 30 on them. So I just I, – I think they are who they are. I think they're a 10-11 win team that might win one game in the playoffs, but they're not. You can look at that spot and think they're really three or four teams. So, with that being said, uh, it's debatable whether the Giants are a professional football team. So, uh, we're going to see a lot of fireworks today, and this is what they do. They get off here. So, salute to them. Um, get them in DFS. Bet the over, bet the spread. They're going to kill them. Yeah. I mean, if, if Winks think he's going to blitz this team, yeah, it's going to be a long day for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine he's going to try to it's blitz It's going to be a long day for them. No, he, he is. He can't He can't play any other way. That's all he knows. That's all he knows. And it's going to be a long day. And I saw somebody say, hi, it will go off today. I would love to see it because they drafted him to be a vertical threat, and they 
throw the ball like there ain't no Giants receiver that's gonna ever go off or ever yeah, have so what are they I, talking about? I would love to see it. I would love to see it, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. And and the Giants just look they just look like a team top to bottom that just they just don't they don't have anything going right for them. And that offensive line is still so trash. And then they had a distraction. I don't know how they won all those games last year. because uh, they they not they're not talented. I would say they have at least not if not bottom five, bottom ten roster in the league. That I, I don't know how. It was great coaches smoking mirrors, and without Saquon being, I mean, Saquon, the whole team rolled around Saquon, he's been injured, but it was bound. I didn't think they would be this bad. This is how bad I thought they would be last year, but they just, they don't have the talent, and for some reason, the smoking mirrors isn't working. No. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with the, um, I'm with the um, Dolphins. Are they covering? Yeah. Yeah, I think they blow them off. Yeah, they should, because just the match. You need talent to win multiple years. You can do smoke and mirrors when you're catching people by surprise. It's your first year, and you're just out cuffing everyone. But you need talent to be back-to-back year winners. That's talent. No team just gets to the playoffs back-to-back years without talent. Not happening. Yeah, that's true, too. Saints and the Patriots. Hard to figure out the Saints. It's very easy to figure out the Patriots. They suck. The coach is washed. Quarterback isn't good. Uh, you can't play the way he wants to play anymore. Uh, Corey, how you see this thing going down? Well, you gonna apologize to me, man. Name me a quarterback that I said was trash that ain't actually trash. You act like you can go down the list of my hit list. I'm sorry. I said the man wasn't horrible, and I guess but that's he is. Wrong. The but first he is. year he wasn't. But no, always has been. Um, but I think I just think the Saints defense is way too good for um Mac Jones. Um he shouldn't be a starter. Um they definitely should have Zappy in. Um you gotta give up, you gotta punt on him. He's just not good. He's never been good. Um he's never had arm talent and he's just not it. Um and it might be time to move on from Bill, if we being honest. And that being said, what about Mac Jones says? You want to treat him like Tom Brady and give him no weapons. Like nothing about – and that being said, also, if, if he if he played – uh-oh, ETN, I got him in fantasy. If he played for y'all, he would look just like your little quarterback, Purdy, now. No, he would not. No, he would not. That's insulting. <laughs> he doesn't make quick decisions. He's inaccurate. Like, that's just not true. You yeah. get a lot of pressure, man. You get a lot of pressure. It don't matter. You now. still have to make quick decisions whether you're pressured or not. That would mean you need to make quicker decisions. The Patriots averaged 13.8 points a game. Of course, the Saints only averaged 15.5. But to have your offense be that anemic, I just – I, I, just a nasty game. I guess the under, they'll probably put the under. The under is 39, so that's already low, so probably will go over it. But damn, it's just a nasty game. I guess the Patriots are at home. Alan asked me this on You Get a Minute Fam. Patriots are home, so I guess I would take them. But it's just disgusting. I mean, they suck. Man. I'm gonna take the Saints. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints too. They suck. <laughs> Saints also suck. They got blown out by Tampa. Yeah, no, Saints definitely suck. But uh, Ravens versus Steelers—the rivalry of rivalries. At least they would have to t- it tell you. Baltimore is favored by four on the road. Lamar Jackson, after that first game, got to give him credit. He's playing well. 
That means an injury is two games away from happening. But <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if we're going to have Kenny Pickett. I think we're going to have Kenny Pickett today. Uh, Corey, I know you've been very critical of Kenny Pickett. Do you think the Steelers – give me your percentage of uh, – your percentage of belief that the Steelers will win today. Um, a percentage of belief that the Steelers will win. Um, 60-40, this is the game they win, right? Like, I thought, I thought in the Cleveland spot that they had no chance to beat Cleveland. I thought Cleveland was a lot better than them. Um, so in that spot, I was like, all right, the, the Browns definitely will beat them. Um, and this is a similar spot to me. This is the type of game the Steelers show up for, get some turnovers and find a way to win. So, um, no, that's on the other side. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think 60, 40, um, Lamar is playing. I think people forgot who Lamar Jackson was. So everybody's like, oh, Lamar's playing so well, and this is just his baseline. This isn't <laughs> – he was playing well at the beginning of last year. He threw 400 yards every game. This is just who Lamar is. Of his pass. That's very un-Lamar-like. I'm sorry? He's completing 74% of his passes this year. That's very un-Lamar-like. I mean, look at what he – I mean, it is what he normally does. Yes, this is Lamar when he's kicking on all cylinders. But the past, there's been more accuracy – than normal. So I guess those Madden plays he picked are doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man. I, I, I do get concerned that um, he's getting too many design runs because his, his carries per game are going up. Yeah, it does. Like, oh, yeah. Nothing my boy wouldn't do. He's still going to miss my boy. He's still going to miss Roman. That's all you're going to see before the end of the season. He's going to miss me yet. All right, I got the Steelers covering with the four. What about you, Alan? Uh, I got the Steelers uh, covering with the four, too. I think the history there, the last 16, 17 games, the dog has covered 15 times. All right, I'm calling an upset here. Eagles at the Rams, calling upset straight out. Eagles favored by four and a half, calling upset. This is going to be the kind of game that the Eagles lose. They're kind of sleepwalking through the season. Matt Stafford is on. <laughs> He's my fantasy quarterback anyway, but you got the rookie Pikachu, uh, Pokemon, <laughs> whatever his name is. You got uh, uh, Cooper Cup coming back. There's upset. Upset's coming. Are you ready to apologize to Stafford, man? The fact that y'all doubted Stafford, he played, he played for the Lions. For 13 Last years, and y'all thought he couldn't be – y'all thought he couldn't have some success without a great team. He played for the Lions for 13 years. <laughs> that was a top-ten quarterback. It's two and two. Oh. Chill out. He's playing well. Everyone thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. Chill out. They got good receivers, evidently. Evidently. Oh, yeah. Fifth-round pick. Are so great. No, they're just system like receiver. Out there, boy. He's a system up receiver. Up. He's getting the ball. Thrown on him at a consistent base. Hey, I mean, come on. He's catching it. He's getting open. God knows you got to be open for Matt Stafford to give it's it. It's debatable ball. whether he's open on some of those, but. <laughs> and can we can we pause real quick? The people talking on the in the comments, it just says Facebook user. We don't know who you are. So if you're not going to sign up with your name, at least just tell us who's talking. <laughs> Bro, like somebody's like, not, I'm gonna mark, I'm gonna mark this down. Like, who, who, what? That's not, that's not dog engagement, sir. We're getting engagement. Yeah, he tripping. 
I just wanted to be proper, man. Anyway, it's just that new guy talking, William Wallace, William Wallace Smith Sr. He might be related to another one. But um, uh, Richard said the Eagles are going to cover. Uh, oh, he said his name this time. William Wallace Sr. This is Thank you for watching the show, William. Thank you. Thank you. You'll never come on here, but um, <laughs> thanks for watching, man. Do appreciate it. Uh, so did you say who you think some cover core besides you hating? All right, Rams. I got the Rams. I got the Rams. I dislike a Stafford. Rams. Uh, what, you, what about you, Alan? Uh, I'm, I want to go with the Rams, but I, there's just some alarming stats on Stafford when he's under pressure, and I think he'll be under pressure today. Um, what is it, four and a half? I'll, I'll take the Rams for one half, then. All right. Bengals. This is what Corey wants to talk about because he's a hater. Bengals, one and three at the Cardinals. Uh, Three-point spread for Cincinnati. The Cardinals are very – this is a dangerous situation. I definitely got Cardinals to cover. But I want to tell Corey the, the facts of this. The man has been hurt. They have used more shotgun this year than any other year. He's so hurt they can't even do stretch plays. He is two for like 21 on yard, a pass over 15 yards. It is clear that this man, by any tangible metric, this man is playing through injury. Why are you doing this? You know what's going on. Why are you you want to know what's hilarious? Is that last year when he sucked, the remedy was putting him into the shotgun because he was so bad and he couldn't do short passes from under center. He was so bad because they went two high safeties and he refused to dump it low that they had to go to shotgun so he had easier reads and he could deliver the ball quickly. That was the remedy. This year, they're doing what helped them last year, and it's the problem. You want to know what that makes them? The problem. You can eat You can eat too much chocolate, brother of mine. You can eat too hey, much listen, chocolate. He has, he, he, has, he has the best receiving core in football and looks That's horrible every year to start the season. If he's hurt, then he's always hurt. How many times has this man been hurt? If it's a That's black quarterback, we should call him injury prone and say he, they're unreliable because they're always hurt. Why don't we throw that on Burrow then if it's injury? Because he's been hurt. He's, he's been hurt half his career. He's been hurt half his career. And he led a team to the Super Bowl. Come on. Jared Goff got to the Super Bowl. Who cares? He won't ball him. He never didn't lead him. He definitely, and Jared Goff is good. You're wrong about him. He's a good quarterback. He's not good. He's high. He's average. Get out of here, man. He's, He's good. He's top ten. He's man. top ten. Is he top ten or is he about fifteen to twenty? Top ten, real shaky these days. I had to look. It's top ten, real shaky. They don't get this man credit. Well, I know who you above, Joe Burrow. Also, Joe Burrow. Kelly's hurt. He, he hey, come on. Now this is what Brady was doing. Let me give you this stat. This is what Brady was doing where he didn't want to get hit anymore. He getting the ball off in two point two seconds. <laughs> two point two. I mean, you just take the snap and you just throw it. <laughs> you take it's not good, man. The ball. It's not. We got to be not. honest. Be honest about what? If he if he hurt, he should stop playing because he, he hurting the team is what he's doing. Man. They only have, I don't know who the sub backup was last year. I really do think, they were talking about ESPN, if he sit him two first two weeks or something, maybe they should have. But they say he's healthy. He took the thing off. ESPN, and part of it, too. Now, I'm here for full excuse-making mode. Guess what you did for Watson when he first started? I mean, let me be clarified. For when he started out playing football, you did it for Watson. Some of his time to study has been hampered by his rehab. You know, he'd been in rehab, so he hasn't been able to go through the film and practice like he liked. So everything will be all right this week, all right? Don't he ain't got a tablet at home? 
You hear me? Don't text me if it's not. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't got a tablet at home? He can't watch it when he's sitting in his bed? As soon as I said that, I don't know why he can't watch talent in training room, but that's what he said on ESPN. I'm taking any and all excuses for Joe Cool. Hey, what do you think, Allen? I, I think. What do you think about the game? Nah, I I think if the Bengals don't don't win and cover here, sound the alarms. <laughs> tank, for, tank, for, stronger, man. Tank, tank for an offensive line, right, man. I don't know how, but they 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 really fight. I mean, they might win six, seven games, or they'll be in every game. At this point, you got to go try to get Caleb. With that receiving core, you got to make a move. You do, but I don't know how you do that. You got Dobbs in. That should be a problem. Oh, I was talking Oh, I was talking about for the Bengals. <laughs> Alan, who's going to win this game, man? What's, what's going on? <laughs> I'll, go with, I'll go with the Bengals, but everything else is saying Cardinals. Disrespect in full force. All right. I might have missed the game, but like, well, I'll double check. Oh, Chiefs and the Vikings. Well, we got a couple games. Chiefs and the Vikings. Uh, we got Chiefs are favored by four. How you see it playing out, Allen? Four uh, start. It's 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 a weird game. I think it's a letdown spot for the Chiefs. I like the points with the Vikings. Every week I, is a letdown spot for them. Every day. But I but I had that I had that at five and a half, and now it's three and a half. So it kind of worries me that it's dropping so much. But um. If you want to take a risk with a with a wild Sunday like win, I would try it on the Vikings. Vikings and Texans, I think, are live money lines today. The Chiefs, they they just look like they go through the motions. And honestly, at this point, you can. They look like Golden State, like I don't know, maybe the even some of the Durant years, but they look like they just lollygag and then all of a sudden they come out or they come out strong and then oh, the bill is trying to come out they come out strong and then they they just go to sleep there's just too much they sleepwalk way too much so but the vikings suck so it's hard to pick this game we can't hear you Corey. okay Corey, let me see yeah definitely give me the chiefs i mean there's no need to deep dive into this it's a trap line so i mean i'm not gonna pick the four and a half chief haven't really been Clicking on all cylinders, but the Vikings defense is too bad to keep this team. And I just think the offense won't be that good against them either, honestly. They might Jefferson gonna get off, but I think they're gonna get pressure on Kirk, and that's never good. Alan, you want to participate oh, in the show? No, I am I didn't know if you wanted me to fall. He just said he didn't have much to say on it. I thought we were switching games. That's usually how oh, it goes. Right. He was the third person to come. I, I might have what you said. I didn't but, think he was nah, you, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to redo the sermon, Pastor. We'd already had two <laughs> people come up and do it. <laughs> I'm ready to switch games. <laughs> you got to use your, you got to use that time. The pastors, they like that time to get yeah. that, that screen time. They like it. Revenge game. Here we Revenge go. game. We have, uh, I, damn, I can't even remember his name. Uh, the, the coordinator for the Jets. Oh, you talking about Hackett? Yeah, Paul. Uh, why can't I remember his name? His dad is, is Paul. But Hackett is uh, the Jets. I don't know how motivated they're going to be to get revenge for Hackett when there's no Aaron Rodgers. But it's supposed to be the game because Sean Payton said it was the worst coaching job of all time and proceeded to let somebody score 70 on them. Not a good game. Denver's <laughs> favored by two as of Friday. Denver did pull out that game against the Bears last week. So I don't know really what to think of them. Zach Wilson, Wilson showed signs of life. 
for the first time ever, and Denver has probably the worst defense in the league. So I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about showing signs of life, Zach showed signs of life last week. I mean, um, they probably should have won that game. Um, they beat the Bills. So you're talking about a team that's beat the Bills and probably should have beat the Chiefs. So I'm not ready to write them off as they're not better than the Broncos. I like the Jets big here. I like the Jets here too, man. I'm thinking that their defense can get us some points and they're not going to let Russell Wilson and them come back, man. Um, I I think they found a little something in, in Zach Wilson uh, last week uh, as far as like how to navigate him and, and make him useful in this, in this offense without hurting himself and the team. Although he did fumble, that's one of those things they can clean up. But I, I think um, I think they have a good showing. And the Broncos got a lot of dysfunction, man, still. I honestly think Wilson just said F it and just started slinging it because that was different. He didn't look like he was scared to throw the ball. He could throw the ball, but he just he just started slinging it. Now, that might be four picks today, but you got it. At some point, you can't hide the whole time and you see what you got. Uh, I'm going to go with you all with the Jets now that you all kind of talked a little sense into me about that. All right, Corey, your daily fantasy picks. Who you got for us? Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson has a huge game today, so I love him. Um, I, I, um, I'm, I'm going to roll the dice on Tannehill today. I like Tannehill. That's very low ownership. Um, so I'm going to roll the dice on him. Um, and then um, I, I love um, B. John Robinson today. I think it's his first time um, to really get off and have a, a coming out party. So. Those are my big ones. Um, you can roll the Jefferson stack back with um, Rice for the Chiefs. I'm big him fan as well. Allen, best bets. Um, it just it just hit actually. It was Gabe Davis to get over 39.5 yards in the touchdown. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, help us, sir. I know. Going into this that week, help um, Wallace, Jr. yeah, I know. I I still think uh, from a Data standpoint, taking your points with the Steelers is probably the best data-driven play. Um, and then uh, for my props, I just want to pass this on to everybody. I think Jalen Waddle has a good game today. He's at um 61.5 yards. He averages 70 yards a uh, game. And then you look at how Wink likes to play defense um, and how Tua likes the first read. I think we see a lot of uh, like deep shots to Waddle today uh, to offset that. So. I thought that was one of my favorite prop picks. So Steelers plus four and a half at this point, and then um, Waddle over sixty-one point five. So if I was going to do one, and I like this one. I've hit a couple of times. Uh, if you're on uh, not DraftKings, FanDuel, you do the Tyreek Hill and the Mozart uh, to score a touchdown, and you parlay it. Mm-hmm. When you got a game like this. Usually Tyreek Hill scores, or usually Moser gets a, a one or two yard score. So that's not a bad one. Just get my little, uh, uh, what do you call them? Same game parlay. But to free someone, can we free the offensive line of Chicago Bears? No offensive line in the history of football has been more blamed for the lack of success of a team. But when Justin Fields plays well, no one says, Hey, the offensive line did really well for him. It can't be both ways. Either he doesn't have the weapons when he plays bad, or he does have help when he plays well. Screw the whole Justin Fields dialogue. Um, I was one of the few people that was like the offensive line played well. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get it, man. Lyman don't never get enough credit, man. Um, 
Free my man Jamar. Hey, look, free my man Jamar Chase, bro. <laughs> <laughs> how you go? I this your right hand man, yo. He letting you down, man. You was stuck up for him. You stuck up for your sorry, um, your sorry coach. Did you hear what he said this week? That he's always open. Yeah, he said I'm always. Yeah, <laughs> he said I'm I mean, always it's, open, bro. It's true. It's true. Like it's crazy to me that you can't find him for three and a half quarters. But then when you're in a hurry up and the game's on the line, he gets six straight catches. I don't think they just backed off of him all of a sudden. I'm pretty sure it's just because you wasn't trying to throw him the ball. So, um, yeah, free my man Jamar Chase. As always, free Kyle Pitts uh, from a, an oppressive regime of Arthur Smith. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for participating in the show, even William Wallace Sr. Uh, enjoy your football Sunday.